It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hey everyone, it's NFL in London. It's your week six review, week seven preview. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here. So we had uh, week six is done and dusted, but a third of the way through the season now, it looks like. Can't believe that's already happened. COVID has been the star of it. And so I think this is the only time people are like, let's just get 2020 over with. Yeah. The faster this season goes, the better. It's like being a Jets fan, pretty much for everybody, um, <laughs> which we will get into. We'll go through all the scores as well as the latest news. And then, of course, Ryan and I will make our predictions for week seven in the NFL. Let's go through some of the games. Uh, any of the, the general thoughts that we had this week? Uh, your Bills uh, lost. My Bears are number one in there the NFC go. North. Uh, although people are like, they're not real number ones. They're still number one. So deal with exactly. it. Exactly. Listen, I have to deal with that last year. People are always going to say, yes, you, only, you can only beat us in your schedule. Um, and all the other teams in the division are going to play the same team. So you can say the same thing about every team in the division. Exactly. So. It's all about the wins. It is a moot point. Aaron Rodgers took a big loss, but we'll get into that. Let's start with some of the games. This is one of the games that I told you guys in my picks of the week. By the way, I was 3-for-3 three three in my upsets of the week. You should have taken those ones. Um, so let's start with the first one I had. I said the Bears are going to beat the Carolina Panthers. And boy, did they ever. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was under pressure a lot. It wasn't pretty what we did. Our defense was pretty much the star of this one. But Foles was able to move the ball. We were able to run the ball as well. And we beat the Carolina Panthers 23-16. Of course, the time I finally I was like, all right, Carolina, I'll believe in you for one week. And they were terrible. Yeah. They were the exact Carolina team I thought where they were going to be the, the beginning of the year. So this could be the beginning of the downfall of them. Uh, Bears' D just looks great. They're back to normal. It's nice to see, like, because the thing about defense is you only get, like, two to three good years, and mm-hmm. then your defense just goes to trash. Uh, so it's nice. Bears were worried that that's what happened to them last yeah. year. So it's nice to see them make a bounce back, especially in a year that needs defense. Yeah, and, I mean, we were able to stop the run. Mike Davis had a hell of a day, and Teddy Bridgewater was thwarted the whole time. I, again, the, the offense is still looking like it needs to find some grooves. They need to get some uh, moving parts together to make this happen. Uh, but nice to have a win. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals had the lead at this point in one game. At one point in the game, they were up on Indianapolis Colts. But like every game so far this year, someone's had a 16-point yeah, plus lead. Yeah, I was lead, just about to say that. That's an amazing it. stat. That it is. Every single week, someone's blown a 16-point lead. So, yeah. uh, so that was the Bengals this week. Uh, you but know, it gives you hope if your team's down 16. You're like, maybe that's only us. Yeah, but if half, if half the time it's the Falcons, it's not yeah, really hope. Uh, uh, you know, Bengals, they were starting to look good. They got momentum. Burrow had this happening. Mixon got hurt in this one. But then Phillip Rivers, who missed some of the balls, able to pull this back together and they were able to get the win. It is the game of the year, finally. Uh, I think a lot of people have been doubting Rivers, me included, that, again, his arm still does look shot, but it was nice to see T.Y. Hilton finally get in the end zone. And, again, they were down 21 nothing to come back. That just says a lot. Philip Rivers was just like, all right, relax, I got this. And he played like he used to play. And so if they can keep doing that, but to give up a 21-point lead is not reassuring to what was the best defense in the league coming into it, which now they look kind of just normal. Well, I think when we said this earlier on when they played the Bears, they were titled as the best defense in the league in Week 4. You know, but Just statistically. Just they statistically, were, but but you're playing garbage. Over. If you're playing the Jets, yeah, of course you're going to be good. Um, but we'll see what happens when they fall down. Obviously, the Colts need to get that running game going. Jonathan Taylor is the star of that offense, and they really need to use yeah, him no, more. Ever, it's just what are, all the rookie running backs, other than like, even Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they've all just been like, especially in fantasy, where you're like, oh, this is the time Jonathan Taylor. Like, I've picked him in daily fantasy so many times. Yeah. He's done nothing for me. So I think we're always, we're just so used to rookie running backs coming in and being dominant. Yeah. But sometimes we forget that they're rookies, and a lot of times it takes a while, even for running backs. 
It takes time to get it started. Uh, speaking of getting it started, the Jacksonville Jaguars looked like Minshew Mania was going to really take over this season, but Detroit, who doesn't really have much of a defense, but a hell of an offense putting some yards together. Matt Stafford, they got 34 to 16, 18 point win in this one, 54 over under in this one. Um, yeah, DeAndre Swift had a good game, finally a good game, uh, two touchdowns. They had, what, three, three, three or four rushing touchdowns, yeah. which is a real shame, and I had Matthew Stafford in fantasy, so that one hurt me. But again, Detroit, you got to take care of teams like Jacksonville. Jacksonville look like they're now the Jags that we thought they were going to yeah. be one of the worst teams in the league. And again, Minshewmania is fine. They're going to play him out for the rest of this year. Uh, but it's over for Minshew, I think. I think Jacksonville's going to move on with a starting with a top five pick. So they're going to take one. And you just got to ride it out. They're not a good team. They no. don't have a lot of weapons. Chark is hurt always. So he's not really doing anything out there. So something's got to be bothering him. And Patricia's just saved his job for another week. But let's yeah. see when they play a tough team. Let's see what they got next week. Yeah, we'll see when the Detroit starts playing some of their division rivals. Atlanta, uh, Minnesota. This game, the score is 40-23, to 23, but Atlanta, we were watching this one. Holy crap, Atlanta exploded. They splooged all over the face of the Vikings. Vikings couldn't get anything together. Um, Kirk Cousins was absolutely atrocious in this game, throwing interception after interception. But then he got his garbage yards at the end. He got uh, garbage yards at the end with Jefferson, which was fantasy. fine if you're playing in fantasy. But this this was a beating. Like, oh, I know, at right? halftime, this was a this was not a close. This game. This was a game for Minnesota where you're at home. Uh, where they I don't oh no this yeah, Minnesota's at home. Yeah, yeah Minnesota's, Minnesota's at home. At home. Uh, they they played a team whose own five just fired their coach, and you you need to keep kind of keep track in the in the NFC North with the Bears and the, and the Pack, and you come out and just lay an egg. They were atrocious. Matt Ryan looks better, but again, your Minnesota's just falling apart. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson's the only good piece of news. Coming in is a great draft pick, but other than that, their defense stinks. Yeah, they and again, you lose to an zero and five team. That's it. Cousins, I think this might be the last year I see Cousins. I think in you know Cousins. Well, in Minnesota, and I think he's going to yeah, not in the NFL. He's not going to. Well, we'll see what happens. Who wants to take a risk on him? He just did not look like to have very good QB vision. Madison, who I thought would do very well in fantasy, they you know Atlanta stuffed them, and Atlanta does not have a defense. Um, yeah, I just showed you it was just a failure across the board on Minnesota. We were watching this game uh, on Red Zone as we were watching, obviously, the Bears um, with Andre, my friend, obviously, um, and we were just, like, laughing. Like, Cousins was just inept the whole time. Yeah. Um, speaking of inept, um, New York Giants beat the Washington football team. Washington was favored in the or, Giants were favored in this one uh, by two and a half points, but they only won by one. Thanks a lot. This was another one of my picks to take Washington to cover, and they did. But both, this game is just ugly. Yeah. Just an ugly, ugly, stinky game. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, well, the only good player is that amazing run Daniel Jones did. But yeah, yeah, 20 points against Washington is not good enough. Like Daniel Jones has to be better. Again, you don't have Barkley, but even with Barkley, they couldn't do anything. I think the Giants are just... Um, it was a great stat. Someone it was, uh, it was something that said the Washington are the first team ever to be one game out of first place and one game out of the top pick in the draft. Yeah. Which is an amazing <laughs> yeah, it's a very stat. Good stat. Like how what does that say about like we'll the get league. to the Cowboys, but that division you might have a six and ten. Yeah, it could or be. Five, nine, and what? Five win team. And being worse than the wild card. <laughs> like the division winner being worse than every wild card team that could potentially be in there. Oh, well, that happens a lot of times. You'll get an occasional eight and eight. Yeah. But my God. Six this is going to be six and ten, right? Like, yeah. Look at every or team six, in that division. Six, uh, five, ten, and one. Uh, speaking of the next game, look, this game, Baltimore Ravens took a big lead in this one. They win 30-28, to 28, but Philadelphia grounded and pounded and grinded and pinded. Whatever they did, Philadelphia made a charge of the last one that made this one, 
You know, they obviously took the spread away. The spread was pretty high, but Philadelphia erased that seven and a half points. Um, yeah, it was a big spread. I got a, a 10 when I bought it. I was like, mm-hmm. 10, I'll take that. Philly, um, anytime you get two and a half points extra from yeah. Britain, I was like, you take those extra points. Yeah, Baltimore just kind of took their foot off the gas and just let, because they were pretty much dominant the whole yeah. game. And then, you know, Wentz came back, a little chipping away. But I think they lost Miles uh, Sanders, Miles Sanders Zach now, Ertz. So, Zach Ertz is out, so mm-hmm. my God. They got Fulham and this, Deshaun Jackson this offense back. offense that is just, oh, did they? Okay, so yeah. this offense is just going to struggle even more now. So, um, again, with this division, it's like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's a train wreck, and I can't wait to keep yeah. watching. I want I literally might want a four-win team to win the division. I think that would be hilarious. It would be. The yeah. only thing is that they all have to play each other. Yeah, so exactly. So someone's going to get a happen. win. But for Philadelphia, good on them for, you know, really mustering some, some scoring here. You know, they're showing it, but, you know, if you're going to lose your big guys, we don't know how long Sanders will be out for, but that sucks. In a couple my, weeks at least, yeah. I think so. Sucks in my fantasy. You might want to look at whatever running back they have to back them up. Uh, here we go, the next one. Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Riding the Pines, Baker Mayfield looked atrocious in this game. Pittsburgh's defense, very much a star in this game. Uh, James Conner looking great in this one. And Big Ben spreading the love around, as well as hitting Claypool, our Canadian sensation, 38-7 yeah. to 7 in this one. They call Mapletron. That's what they call it. Mapletron, Mapletron, yeah. Nice. Uh, it's a good uh, nickname. Um, yeah, Cleveland was atrocious. And, and it's like, so now you're getting it to the point of the season now. When you get a beatdown like that, now it's the Baker gets benched. So now it's, when is Odell going to get traded? Because when is Odell yeah. going to start complaining? Because he's not doing anything. What? He had that big game against Dallas, yeah. uh, and he's done nothing since. Baker just looks like he's. And this funny thing is, he's in. Someone had a great stat. He's in. He was in more commercials than he had completions. Yeah, twelve uh, commercials. There, twelve commercials. Ten, one ten completion. completion. Ten yeah. completions or something like that. Yeah. But he's just like. It must have been like, because he was so good his first year, and it just must have been cockiness that that like I can just walk through this league because. It just doesn't make any sense how you went from breaking Manning's record and just yeah. being dominant to now literally being one of the worst quarterbacks every week. Like he's just not doing anything. It's sad to watch because you kind of want Baker to do well because it's fun when yeah. he's playing well. But at the same time, it's also hilarious when he does poorly. When you have all those tools surrounding you, running game and the passing game, and you know it's not like I mean, has there ever been a quarterback from Cleveland who started hot in college and then fizzled out? Let me guess. Oh, that's right. No, and that's the thing, like, because you, you feel so bad for Cleveland because it's like you had the number one pick. Yeah. But again, look at look at the rest of them. Man. Sam Darnold's been a bum. Yeah. Josh Allen has his ups and downs. Uh, Lamar struggles in the playoffs. Uh, well, Manzel, out of the Manziel, Look much. at him, Manzel. It was the same thing. They gave him all this opportunity. It could be that the bright lights of, of Cleveland could be just too much. It's like the Los Angeles of the Midwest. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. It's yeah. just that, that media that demands you win five games. Pittsburgh goes you. undefeated in this one um, and still undefeated in this one. This game, another undefeated team, and holy macaroni, this was a back-and-forth game. Houston Texans lose to Tennessee. Some trickery in the end uh, by Vrabel uh, being able to utilize and, and, and get his players and, and use the use the clock management. They win 42 to 36, but it was anything. It wasn't close. Deshaun Watson, you know, did rally in the, in the second half trying to come back. And then again, nice use of the phrase holy macaroni, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, again, another one of those stupid decisions you had where you had the opportunity to make it an eight-point game. Uh, just that uh, happened in the Seattle game the week before. Romeo Cornell's like, no, no, we're going to go make it a nine-point game. It's like, why would you make... You can't lose yeah. if you get eight. 
You kick the extra point, you make it eight, you can't lose. You force them to come all the way down and get a two-point conversion. Yeah. And if you have no faith in you, it was just a terrible call. It was bad play by, by an interim coach that is, who's always an interim coach. But I, I guess he was just like, ah, oh, what the hell. But again, you don't want to do that because you don't have a top 10 pick. You don't yeah. have a first rounder next year. But, you know, it was just uh, Henry. Henry was just an absolute monster. He just got that 94-yard run yeah. and that catch in overtime. He was just a beast. Uh, just good to watch. This is a fun team, Tennessee. I think a lot of people, there's still that team no one really wants to believe in. Uh, yeah. They're still going to be like, oh, Tannehill. But I think this Pittsburgh game this week is going to be an It's going to awesome be a great game. game. It is on Sky this week. We'll be watching so that one. Give the one. Tennessee Titans some love. Uh, it'll be good. But it'll be interesting to see when they actually play a really good team. Uh, Speaking the, of, the next game uh, was a star was the Denver Broncos kicker. Um, beating the Patriots. Just kickers in general. 18 to 12. Cam Newton not looking good at all. The Broncos inept. You know, they're missing so many people. And yet the Broncos defense came at them. The Broncos were able to move the ball down the field. Bill Belichick must be livid uh, because his team could not connect. They could not get anything going. The scoring drives were just not good at all. I guess he needs practice because his team didn't get to practice. Where the Titans the other week looked like practice was for chumps. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, again... Maybe Cam has a bit of long COVID. Who knows? But like that—that that to me was the game. Like where Cam Newton's like, where everyone was just fawning over him in the first yeah. couple. Oh, Cam Newton's back! It's oh, and then it's just like, and there's always an excuse for Cam Newton. He played terribly. The Patriots played terribly. They have absolutely no weapons on offense. I don't know how with the thirty-five-year-old Julian Edelman and who Nikhil Harry, who yeah. basically turning on a bus they have no tight ends they have no running game it was just atrocious and to just keep basically letting Denver just walk down the field and kick field goals good for them for holding them to field goals yeah. but my god and the fact that Denver with like two minutes left are bombing it down the field yeah. giving the Patriots a chance to win it's like what are you coaches doing no. it's like whenever play, people play Belichick it's like he has a voodoo doll yeah. on his side and he's just picking these go, go deep plays and it's just embarrassing. I was furious watching that because Denver gave New England a chance to win that game. And they, they did. Won, they, did they did have a chance to come back, but luckily he got picked again. Um, here's a game. Uh, New York Jets, again, lose another one. Miami Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick, excellent in the game. And he gets rewarded uh, by getting benched the next week, which if you saw it today, he was very emotional. Yeah, man. That was a very a- emotional. It, it wasn't talked about. I, I think Flores really screwed up on this one because he didn't talk to him. There was no communication. And now you've hurt the feelings of the guy that got you these wins. Yeah, it's a real slap in the face. Fitz was playing lights out this year. Again, he's always he's always this guy who's always going to get screwed over, yeah. right? He could just be went to Harvard. He's like, he's Everyone like, hates him. It's yeah, like, he's too smart. Do? I'm going to bench this Harvard uh, prick. But uh, yeah, real shame. I think Fitz, again, he's just sold him. Like, why wouldn't you want him on your team? Like, yeah. I think a team next year, I think he's going to play again. Because I don't think he wants his career to end like that. No, I didn't really even see what Tua did or what his stat line he had was. Two, he had two uh, two plays. He threw the ball for like seven yards, and then he sat on the field. Yeah, and so so to me that says oh he's ready to make the next step. I don't understand it. I think again if. What if Tua comes out and stinks it up? And you're one game out of first place yeah. in that division. That division is wide open. Buffalo has been terrible the last mm-hmm. two weeks. New England's playing terribly. And then you go and you're one game out. And you're like, yeah, let's give the rookie the wheels. It's just like the guy who got you there. It stinks of. 
Doug Flutie years ago when he it got does. benched. It does. Uh, and Fitzpatrick always gets the shaft. I feel really bad for him. He, he's, he's a good dude, and he, every teammate loves him to death. So I wonder if this is actually going to hurt the, the, the locker room. I think it's totally going to hurt the locker room. You know, it feels like when you've got a stepdad who's there for the kids because deadbeat dad runs away, and then the daughter gets married... And the daughter's like, I want my real dad to that give is, me away. And the stepdad's like, I freaking did everything <laughs> for you. That is a perfect analogy. And he's exactly just sitting there is. going, what the hell? I've raised these kids. I've done all of this. I paid for their college. Exactly. I've done this. And then suddenly, and and then you find your ex-wife getting busy with him in the in the coat room. So I, I just feel bad for him. You know, this is, they did not handle this well. They didn't no, handle the transition so well. Poorly. And and they really should have looked at this and gone through the media people because this was really bad. You know, the fans. And why now? Why now? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, if you say you lost three straight, go to them. Were you afraid that... You but if you win three straight, or if you win a few games in a row, what the hell? Yeah, I don't get it. I think that's... Um, it's disrespectful. But if Tua comes in and lights it up... Sure. People will forget about Fitz. Fitz's feelings will be... Yeah, well, we'll see what happens uh, to Miami. Uh, well, all he has to do, Fitz, is go to New England, and he's played for every... AFC East team. So let's do it. I wouldn't be surprised. Fitz Magic and Belichick. You know, the way the injuries are going, you know, Miami might be looking to trade him away this season. You know, he could join Matt Ryan in the in the queue. Uh, this game was an amazing game. Watch this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got really stuffed in this one. Bakhtari goes down. Aaron Rodgers is weak. Um, he puts the belt on after they're up 10 nothing, and then Tom no, Brady... No, he didn't put the belt on. He did the um, oh. Hingle McCringleberry Hingle uh, yeah. three pumps yeah. from Key and Peele, which was, by the way, a fantastic celebration. It was... Uh, the triple pump was fantastic. But it, it was a great... Um, there was a great, oh, I had a great link. I think I'll look, look it up for you. But it literally fell apart the moment he did that. As soon that. as he did that. <laughs> and Adamico Sue uh, was all over him this game. And, you know, Rogers, uh, it was in his kitchen. Tom Brady looked good. Rob Gronkowski was finally used in a good way. Yes, I've seen that yeah. one. Ten, mo- ten, ten months. Ten haunting photos taken moments before disaster. Exactly. It's a picture of Rogers doing It was a hump. meme. I believe we have it on one of our Fantastic. NFL in London memes if you checked our Facebook page or our Twitter account. Uh, Tom Brady gets the win. Rob Gronkowski looks good. He looked lean. He made that great uh, touchdown catch yeah, in the end zone. Great throw. Uh, I had him on my fantasy team. Finally got him playing, and he won. So yeah, was, so good. Good. Uh, that was just a really disappointing game by Green Bay. Um, I just don't understand what happened out there. They were just they looked so good every week. Again, I think it's all this nonsense where people are like. He's the MVP of the league. It's like we're four weeks in. Yeah. Let's stop this stupid conversation. Even with Josh Allen, it was ridiculous. With Aaron Rodgers, ridiculous. The only one it's not is Russell Wilson. Yeah. But Tom Brady just looked better. They just, you know, they, they again, Aaron Rodgers, pick six, and then the next play, another yeah. pick. Once that two happens, two touchdowns, it yeah. buries you. It kills your mimic team. Uh, again, Rodgers doesn't throw pick sixes often. So when no. that happened, that was quite shocking. You but, could see he was he was debilitated on that one. Yeah, but to really, me, the, the big thing was Bakhtari because everyone could get to him then. You know, you're talking about a, a, a you know a guy in on your offensive line who's stopping everyone, and suddenly, you know, he has no time. That Tampa Bay defense was fresh at them. Um, you know, if Bakhtari doesn't come back, it's going to be tough for them. But Tampa Bay. Needed that win. They got a big one and definitive by 28 points. Um, two teams up and down. The Rams uh, lose to the 49ers in this one. You know, I thought the Rams might have a chance, but they really looked weak and flat in this one. Jared Goff and the rest of the team, the defense didn't really stand up, and the running game of San Francisco really got to work on this one. Well, I think it's also like good coaches, like Kyle Shanahan, after a beatdown, which they took in Miami, because yeah. of Fitz, 
because of that beatdown, like, good coaches don't lose two games in a row mm-hmm. like that. So it did make sense that they had Garoppolo back. He did look better. Kittle's just a beast out yeah. there everywhere. Every time he goes, like he's like the new Gronk now. Yeah. Um, he might even be better. Who knows by the end of it. He's just looking awesome. And Mostert, again, comes in, plays great, gets injured. Yeah. Out three weeks. So Mostert, disaster. Uh, always happening. But San Francisco's just got enough pieces to run it all over you, basically. They have McKinnon, who's going to come in. And they got Kittle. So they don't really yeah. need anyone else. And the Rams just... They're going to have these games. Division games are tough. You're going to have disappointment, letdown games. And I think everyone, again, was hyping the Rams. They could have been undefeated yeah. going into this game if it wasn't for that Bills loss. But, you know, these games are always going to be tough. And next time it comes, it'll probably flip and it'll be Rams winning. So I yeah. don't see it as a big loss to the Rams. I think, you know, 16 points is disappointing. But you're going to get these games. Yeah, you are. I mean, because you're going to see it in the next game. The great thing was, as you say, Monster gets hurt, but McKinnon has been having a better year than Monster at all season. Well, Monster's been good. He's just he just gets injured almost every time he comes back. He goes yeah. down again. But when he's running it, he's getting like 80, 90 yards, and then he's out. Yeah, well, that's it's not the consistency that you really want. Uh, Chiefs Bills in this one, uh, ugly on both sides of it. It was pretty tight at halftime, but yeah. Bills made too many mistakes in this one. Well, and they the running game, they could not stop the running game. Wow, well, yeah, the phrase "run down the throat" should just be in the dictionary and just show the highlights of this game because it was just all they did was like I think the, they were so afraid of Mahomes beating them that they just kept playing in passing D. Like, yeah, it was a really weird coaching decision, just constantly. Being diamond nickel mm-hmm. all the time because you don't want Mahomes to beat you, and it just like especially when you have Tre'Davious White on um, Tyreek Hill, and yet Sammy Watkins out, yeah. let him pass it a bit. Like, don't get beaten down. So it's bad coaching. Uh, the weather was terrible. It just, clearly, balls were dropping and slipping everywhere. But Josh Allen wasn't good enough. That Bills offense can't run the ball, and that defense, which was. One of the best in the last three years has just disappeared. I, I have no answers for you. Yeah. Uh, they have one of the most expensive defensive lines, the most expensive defensive line in football. It can't get sacks. And every time they just run, their ends just run up the field, and then Mahomes just runs to the... Yeah. It's a disaster. I, Bills, my, my excitement is now leveling off to, oh no, things could be going yeah. terribly wrong. When you lose two games in a row like that, and against the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs needed They were, to be fair, against the Chiefs and Titans. So yeah. let's, let's, it's not like they lost to the Jets or like yeah. something like that. So. Well, we'll see how it goes. Let's, let's yeah, not the Jets week. this week, but... Yeah, no, it, uh, Kansas City really needed this win after, after you know, getting beat by Las Vegas. And, you know, it's going to give their confidence back. The Bills need to figure this out because now people have a game plan. Just run it up the gut on the Bills. The last game we have, uh, Dak Prescott is obviously not playing with uh, his injury. What, what what could Andy Dalton do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zeke um, dropped the ball twice. Fumbles really like, bad fumbles. Zeke's just been again. This is this is going to become a thing. Is why you don't pay running backs like Zeke. Yeah. Since he's got his contract, he's looked slower. He's fumbling more. He's just not as explosive. Yeah. Um. He just doesn't look dumb. He looks bigger. He looks fatter. Like he just. It, 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 he looks like he's been fat. And, and Andy Dalton, I've got. I'm really disappointed. I thought he was going to step in and play yeah. better, but to me, this is just. Mike McCarthy, the game, like, years ago, the game felt like it passed Mike McCarthy by, and it feels that way still. He's just going, riding that one Super Bowl win to another career, and it's been a disaster, and I don't know what Dallas does with this, because the defense is horrific, 38 points again. And they're, even Kyler Murray didn't even play that well. Yeah. And they still got 38 points. Well, their offensive line for Dallas is absolutely atrocious. You could just it, see people getting through. The good thing is Dak Prescott, I mean, 
Because they've got a lot of injuries on their yeah, offensive line. He's more of a scrambling quarterback. He could deal with that. Andy Dalton is just watching these guys just permeate the line really quickly, as bad as the offensive line he had in, in Cincinnati. There's nothing he could do. But, I mean, Arizona was able to move this ball. They got a lot of yards, 38 points in this one. Uh, quite a definitive beating. Dallas is really have to recover. Let's get into the games we have this week. <clears throat> we'll start with TNF. That's right, turd yeah. night football. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's the Giants hosting or the Giants being hosted by the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles favored by four points. I bet in this, this, one. this one will have higher ratings for the highlights uh, than the actual game itself. There'll probably be more people just like, yeah, I'm just gonna watch that. Surprisingly, well, which is real shame because I actually like waking up with the baby and sitting watching Thursday night football. There is no chance. I will be watching this one in between while I'm sitting on the toilet in between Bumble. <laughs> yeah, um, this is gonna be ugly. Um, it's. Not going to be fun to watch. No. Again, these are just two teams who are decimated with injuries, decimated by bad management. Uh, no one's done. Like Joe Judge has done. He nothing. They got their first win, but to be fair, I couldn't even know who to pick with this. With two no wins loss, between both of them. Yeah, like this is just nine losses between both of them. I would not <laughs> bet this game. I wouldn't no. play anyone from Miles Sanders is out. Game. Zach Ertz is out. Fulham and Deshaun Jackson being the only really tools that they have. But, of course, New York has no offensive line either. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to rely on Daniel Jones. They've got no running game. They do have Darius Slayton, I think, is still yeah, injured. he's been all right, but he's, he's been, injured, he's been yeah. injured all the time. And you got Evan Ingram, who every year we're told Evan Ingram's going to break out this year. Evan Ingram yeah. does the same thing Evan Ingram does, and he gets 40 yards, yeah. no touchdowns. Every week, like, I have him in fantasy, and you're like, this is the week, Evan Ingram. I'm just going down with the ship because I know yeah. the day I take him out, he's going to get He's going to get, like, 23 points. So I'm yeah. just going down with the Evan Ingram ship. Uh, I'm going to go... I don't even know. I'm going to go with the Giants to pull the upset. 23-20. Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly on this one, only because of the way they came back against Baltimore. You know, Carson Wentz has got to feel good about that. At least they scored some points. Uh, the New York Giants are absolutely sucky-ducky. So I'm going to go with Philadelphia on this one. 24 uh, and the Giants 18. Uh, moving on to the next game. It's the Battle of Ohio. Uh, it is the Cleveland Browns three and a half point favorites at four and two visiting Cincinnati who are one four and one the over under in this one 51 points Baker Mayfield uh, injured last week a shell of him former is he self. playing is he playing this he's, I assume he is I think he is playing again this week but he got injured last he was just he got benched um, we don't know I mean you, <clears throat> T Higgins was looking pretty good uh, for at least with for <sighs> the Cincinnati game but you know 51 points in the over under in this one Cincinnati proved they can score they're at home. Are they going to take it uh, after the you know losing to Cleveland uh, earlier in the season? This is a tough. This is a big game for Cleveland because this is the one. If you don't, if you lose this to Cincinnati, the wheels are coming off mm-hmm. the fields. You were four and one, feeling pretty good. You know Baker wasn't playing great, but you were rushing the ball like monsters. Um, I think Cincinnati's beatable. I think Cleveland just can't lose this. I think the, the, the they are the better team. I think Burrow's going to play well. Um, what is it? Three points. Three and a half. All right, I'm going to go with Cleveland to win. Just because I think oh, I'm going to go with Cleveland away because they're four and two, they're not out of it. Oh. They need to keep pace in that division, especially with Pittsburgh uh, taking that loss to them. So to to lose again and then Pittsburgh wins, it's a big hole to climb. And yeah, Baltimore you still have to deal with. So I'm going to go Cleveland to win uh, twenty seven to twenty one. Uh, you know, as far as you have to look at the drama that's going on in the league, and of course Cleveland attracts drama. Um, you have Baker not playing well, getting benched, getting injured before. But then you also have Odell Beckham getting banned 
by uh, LSU this week for giving players money. Did he? Yeah. He's been banned oh, now yeah. for Didn't two years. Oh, yeah. did he do that after the game one? Yeah. In, uh, like mm-hmm. a year ago or yeah. something. Yeah, he gave them money. So he's been banned for two years. He's got a lot of drama going on as well. Uh, and it, this drama, to me, it's going to permeate into the locker room. I like the way Cincinnati played. Obviously, they lost it. They're going to be kicking themselves. So I have Cincinnati to win this one. I think Cincinnati's going to win this one 28-26. to Moving on to the next game, it's Dallas-Washington. If you thought Thursday night football sucked, well, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, and here's round two. This one is a pick. It was originally Dallas at two. I believe this now is at a pick em. Uh So the over-under in this one is 47 points. You know, Zeke. Wow. Look how far Dallas has fallen. They're one in five team, and it's a pick em. It's a pick em now. So, oh, my goodness. You know, you've got, you know, Kyle Allen has been playing a little bit better. Uh, you know, can they get McKissick going in the running game now? McLaurin, what's going to happen here? Dallas can be easily scored, but more importantly, that front four of Washington is quick. Will they be able to get to Dallas? Oh, man. I feel like Dallas, if they can't win this with all those weapons on offense and Andy Dalton playing this team, they have to win this game. Like, they, it's over. If Dallas, like, it's already, what is their record right now, Dallas? Uh, Dallas is 2 and 4. 2 and 4, right. So I feel like Dallas is going to win this. I just think Andy Dalton, now that he's had another week, to prepare after that beatdown, going against a team with Kyle Allen, with all those weapons, you have to be able to beat them. I have no faith that Kyle Allen's the guy to move him down. I wonder if we're only going to see him for a couple more weeks and then we see Alex Smith come back. Once yeah. his, once Shaky legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Dallas to take this uh, 27 to 20. I, I'm really, I think that Washington's going to have some fun in this game. I think it was close last week. You know, they came close with, the, you know, screwing it up with the, the, the uh, Giants. But this game, you know, Dallas has just lost. They're bereft. It's like they're in mourning. And now they've got to go visit Washington at home, whereas Washington has this front attack. I really like this front attack of Washington. I, like, I think McKissick's going to have a great game because Dallas cannot stop the run. So I have got Washington to win this one, 24-20, to 20, and uh, they will lose. That's my pick on that one. Moving up to the next one. Uh, it's Detroit, Atlanta. Haven't we seen this game before? It feels like we have. Um, <clears throat> it actually could be a fun game, to be honest. Detroit is 2-3, and three, Atlanta 1-5. and five. These guys can score a lot of points. That's why. The over-under in this one is 55.5. Atlanta favored by this one in 2.5 points. Uh, when you've got a team with 2-3 uh, and three versus 1-2, and two, but the 1-5 team is favored, uh, going to be interesting to see how this one goes. <laughs> Julio Jones looking finally healthy. It's yeah, he finally had a big game, uh, big plays. But, yeah, again, um, I'm going to go with Atlanta in this one. I, th- I think I'm going to go with them. I'm not going to bet on them. I'm not going to touch this game betting uh, because I think you have Detroit, who did look a bit uh, better on offense with DeAndre Swift finally having a good game. But, again, they still don't really – the receivers worry me. You know, Hawkinson's just not – like, you see guys like Kittle, where Hawkinson was a top-ten pick. You expect him to be, yeah. like, a Kittle. But he's just not getting involved as much. Marvin Jones doesn't get involved. So it's really only Kenny Galladay. That Matt, and I think everyone thought Stafford was just going to be able to just light it up this year. I thought he was going to be much better than how he's playing. I think Atlanta feels just this weight off of them, of Dan Quinn and that Super Bowl. I think now it's like we can move forward. Um, I see a big game with uh, Todd Gurley coming this week. And I think Atlanta, just with Julio back and the weapons, feeling themselves at home. Hopefully they'll have a bit of fans in there. And I'm going to go them to win 27-24. I am on Detroit on this one. After the showing they had last week, Atlanta still can be scored on. Yeah, Atlanta, uh, they got a win against Minnesota, but don't feel so good about it. Um, Detroit, 
you know, Atlanta's been playing crap at home. Detroit beat Jacksonville. Yeah. Don't feel too good about that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but these are two, I think, very even teams. But Detroit also put a lot of points up in New Orleans. And that's, that. you know, I think they can beat him, as you said, with Swift. Galladay has finally come back as well, so that's going to be interesting. I have Detroit to beat, win this one 31-28. to Moving on to the next game, I've got Battle of the South. It's Carolina 3-3, three and three, New Orleans 3-2. and two. New Orleans is favored in this one. Uh, I seven had it at 7.5 on this one. Uh, the over-under in this one, 51 and a half. Um, so you, you you sort of wonder what's going to happen when Christian McCaffrey is going to come back. It's not going to be now. Um, but you also have Michael Thomas is back in this one uh, after punching his teammate in the face. Going to take some pressure off of Emmanuel Sanders. Is this the Michael Thomas we're going to see and that we've known and trusted before? Uh, can New Orleans do anything? And will Drew Brees at home finally put this together? Um, yes, I think this is, I think Carolina now coming off that game, New Orleans, they have a bye last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a bye last week. So again, they've had an extra week to prepare for Carolina with, with Teddy Bridgewater and, and no, is McCaffrey back yet? No, no I, think they're, yet. I think they're going to wait till week eight. Yeah, so I think, again, New Orleans with this much work, this much time off, Michael Thomas will be back as long as he doesn't try and strangle someone yeah. on his own team. Uh, uh, but so I see New Orleans just walking through this one. I think this is going to be a pretty easy game for them. They're the better team. They're at home. They need this victory, especially with Tampa looking as strong as they are. So I say it's going to be a Saints 31-17. to 17. I, I'm with you fully on this one. Saints extra week off. Michael Thomas, you know, they're now going to move him into the mix. Thomas was so definitive before. He's looked at all these rushing or their receiving leaders and gone, I can do this. He's going to have to. I think he'll have a big game. I have them winning this one 35 I'm sure he'll be very humble about um, it. Of course, he's always very humble. <laughs> uh, he wants to be celebrating by himself on the screen. 35 to 23 on this one. Moving on to the next game, Ryan's Bills, 4 and 2, 13 point favorites. Over the New York Jets. Points. New York Jets. Uh, Jets might be the first team to have a 20-point spread thrown on them in a long time. They are horrific. They are yeah. so... Like they're... It's so... It's all, if they weren't in my division, I'd feel sorry for them. But it, it just doesn't... Like, Flacco is completely useless. Everything is Everything. Bad. And the fact that I think they're just done... They're talking about Sam Darnold trading them. Uh, that they're only they're trying to get like a second round. As well. Yeah, there's fire sale. They're, fire, they're, they're, they're selling everything off. And it's just it's just getting ugly again. Buffalo, if you don't after those last two losses, this is the perfect the game you need yeah. just thrown to you just to get your get your confidence back a bit. Especially get that run game going. You need to find a way yeah. to get that run game going because without it, putting it all on Josh Allen is not going to work. He's shown he needs a little bit of a little bit of help. So I think the Bills are just the better team. I think their defense can find. Yeah, you know, the Dolphins shut out the Jets. Yeah. So if the Bills give up like thirty to the Jets, I, this defense is a disaster. So I'm going to go Buffalo to take this very easily, uh, thirty to ten. Pretty much what I've got. I've got them scoring 14 points, but uh, I think one of them could be a mistake. Uh, I've got the Jets losing in this one 31 to 14. The Jets, I mean, they possibly could go. I think they're going 0 16. I think they're going to go 0 16. Who are they going to beat? In, unless someone is more injured and uh, is screwed up as and them. That's a COVID forfeit, is the only way. That's pretty much the only way they can get they're it. They're getting a victory. Uh, but, you know, and, and you look at them, you know, Adam Gase is obviously a genius. Yeah, for he's taking, a quarterback whisperer. Taking a team and just ruining it. You know how he just took Peyton Manning to that next level? Yeah. You know, he would, maybe was a nobody. I mean, at the Bears, we loved him so much uh, with Cutler and everything. Uh, look, I, I, I think, you know, pretty much. He ha- I have as many wins as Adam Gase does, and yeah. I'm not a coach. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. 
moving on to the... Oh, we moved on to the next one. The next game we've got here is Green Bay at Houston. Green Bay, 4-1. and one. Houston, 1-5. One and five, But Houston scored a lot of points last week. Green Bay is only favored by 3.5. It's in Houston. Uh, obviously, if, you know, you could see Sue get to uh, Aaron Rodgers. If Bakhtari's out, what is J.J. Watt going to do? Oh, yeah, J.J. Watt could have a big game. Uh, Deshaun Watson's looked much, much better uh, this this the last couple weeks. He's been a lot sharper. Yeah. Again, he brought them back and did that great play, uh, throwing it to, um, oh, what's his name? 15? Fuller? Fuller. Fuller. Yeah. Threw a great touchdown to Fuller at the end of the game. Beautiful Again, pass. Uh, so he's looking a lot better. They, they can. David Johnson can't do anything. They have no running game. That defense is atrocious. They just keep getting beat. Uh, Green Bay, again, like I said, this feels like a good defense to go up against, to get you in the dome, mm-hmm. you get, get get some passes going, get Rodgers hot. Aaron Jones, was Aaron Jones was actually playing all right, but he was just taken out of the game last week. So the key to Green Bay is getting Aaron Jones playing yeah. so Rodgers doesn't have to do it all. Because he's a system quarterback. No. (laughs) But, uh, again, I see Green Bay taking this. I think they're the better team. I think after that loss, they need this. Uh, Houston, it's over. It's over. Romeo Cornell is not going to be able to game plan for Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. Uh, So I'm going to go Green Bay to win this uh, 27-21. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a statement game. Aaron Rodgers is pissed. Uh, But, you know, last week he was pissed, too. And look what happened. He just got pissed at himself. So he, he can't have that happen. Obviously, the Houston Texans are going to have to find a way to get to him. If Bakhtari is out, you're going to put pressure on that rookie. You're going to hit that offensive line side. Um, Houston does have the success of getting the quarterback, so I, I do see them causing some problems. The problem is that Aaron Rodgers can still rip you apart, and I see him doing that. I've got Green Bay to win this one 33-28, but don't count those Houston Texans out. No, they'll keep they got, they got they nothing can... to lose, and they're playing, they're playing like it. Moving on to our last game of... The uh, 6 or 5 p.m. Don't forget the clocks change this weekend, everyone. 5 p.m. The games are at 5 p.m. If you're yeah, normally we would go out. It's like a Christmas. It is. So it's, one a, week it's a four, four hour difference, which means the late games are not so late. Pittsburgh, 5 0 at Tennessee, 5 0. Um, this game is going to be on Sky, so you might have to put your VPN on if you want to watch it. Very big statement game by Pittsburgh uh, Steelers last week. They absolutely destroyed um, Cleveland Browns. And Tennessee, you know, they've been they've been playing it. But, you know, if Tyler Lewin is out, it's also going to be a big problem for them. It's a big loss. That's a huge loss. To lose your left tackle is, yeah. is devastating for a quarterback, especially uh, Derrick Henry as well. Like yeah, being able you got to... no blocking. And this guy is an, this guy's a pro. He's a pro bowler. He's an excellent... And so uh, if he's out, when it looks like he is going to be out again... Oh, he's out. He's torn yeah. his ACL. Yeah, he's, he's, he's out. So he's this is going to put a lot of pressure. You're not going to be able to put any guys in there. So I think this is going to really... We're going to see some holes now in, in Tennessee. Yeah, I think this is a big game uh, for them now Now that they have to prove themselves without a left tackle. So Tannehill is going to make his life a lot harder, especially against this defense. They're going to try and make Tannehill beat them. I think everyone's afraid of Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. what he can do. So I think Pittsburgh's just, to me, they're just playing really, really strong right now, even though Tennessee is. But Tennessee's given up a lot of points to a lot of teams, given up 36 yeah. Houston. So Pittsburgh's got enough weapons to be able to move it. And I think that left tackle loss and having those two big wins is just going to catch up with them. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh to take the victory, even though it's in Tennessee. But I would say Ben, Big Ben's going to be able to give it to Mapletron for the win. And I'm going to go 24 to 20. Uh, originally, this line that I had seen this line was Pittsburgh by two. Now it's Tennessee by one. 
And I'm willing to bet on this line because I too like Pittsburgh in this one. Um, Connor had a great game. I, you know, people forget that you know the, the Pittsburgh has a lot of tools that are disposable. That defense is so fast, and they shut down things really quickly. They are going to prepare for Derrick Henry, and you know, having Lewin out is going to mean that Ryan Tannehill will be bouncing off the walls. Uh, I really like this one. I've got Pittsburgh to win this one, 30 to 28. Moving on to our 8 p.m. games, not 9 p.m., 8 p.m. in the U.K. First one we've got up is a doozy. The 5-0 Seattle Seahawks facing the 4-2 Arizona Cardinals, 55 points. Is the over-under in this one? Seattle favored by 3.5. Last we had 3.5, 8.05 kickoff time. Uh, Russell Wilson cannot be stopped. And you've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. How are you going to slow down these two? But, of course, there's defensive issues that they have as well. Are they going to get their cornerbacks fully healthy in this game? Yeah, this is a weird one because even though Arizona's played well, they haven't – they've been so up and down a bit. So where where Seattle's been consistently excellent except defensively where they're a disaster. So I can see this one being, again, a high-scoring game. I think uh, Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson is going to be a real fun matchup to watch, especially for the next couple years. Um, But I just think Seattle's just too strong. I think – with the confidence that Russ is playing with, um, Arizona just makes too many mistakes. They don't. They have a. Their defense is playing stronger, but I think they've lost Chandler Jones with Hurts. And I just think Seattle right now, with that energy and with that confidence, and Russ playing the way he is, and I'm not going to say what they say he's doing, but he's yeah. going to keep it going, and he's going to take this victory. I'm going to go Russ uh, 35 to 27. 35-27. Yeah, Russell Wilson is really frying this year. He is frying yeah. it all up. He is baking, making, shaking. Um, and taking. And taking. Uh, you know, it's going to be difficult. How are you going to cover Hopkins? Because Hopkins, you know, is Jamal Adams going to be able to come back and, and you know, cover this guy? Um, but, you know, you got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, which they're not going to be able to stop. You know, Arizona doesn't have the tools to stop this guy. You know, the thing about DK Metcalf, he's so strong. He gets in there. He gets the ball and the yards after the catch. So I like the Seattle Seahawks to win this one. I've got them to win 33, Arizona 24. Next game, it is, I believe this game is on Sky. Is this one on the Patriots? Yeah, it is. I assume it is. This is the Patriots on Sky. This would have been a good game maybe a year ago. Uh, it is New England Patriots hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Patriots are 2-2, two and two, and the 49ers oh, are 2-3. 2-3. 2-3. 2-3, and, three. Two and, three. Two and, three. and the um, San Francisco 49ers are 2-3. and three. Uh, two and a half points was a favorite in this one. It's now two points with a 44 point over under in this one. Um, you know, obviously Bill Belichick would have chewed out everyone last week, catch the ball, pass the ball, and they seem to be missing a lot of the basics. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, especially after that loss. How Belichick deals with this? Um, he knows Garoppolo. He's you know he was the one who basically mm-hmm. brought him as that little seedling and then grew him to be this average quarterback that yeah. he is now. Uh, so I think he knows he's going to be able to do what they did. Great thing about Belichick is he takes away your strongest weapon. Yeah. He's going to take away George Kittle. He's going to find a way to take Kittle out of this game. He's going to make them beat them, especially with Mostert out. I think this is a Belichick victory. This feels like one of those great Belichick victories where we got the the better, they're looking like they're down. Everything's looking like nothing's working. And then Belichick puts this game plan defensively to just shut them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Patriots just as at home. 
Um, I think Cam Newton needs to have a better game, um, obviously, than last week because it couldn't get worse. Uh, but I go with the Patriots just because I've seen them be down, and I've never seen them in my life be 2-4. and four. Mm-hmm. So I just can't see it happening. And I, especially knowing that they're behind the Dolphins and the Bills now, they need this victory. Uh, but so do the Niners. But I'm going to go with the Patriots. Not a really high-score game. I'm going to say 21-20. Uh, yeah, gone are the days where Tom Brady could make uh, shine out of Shinola. Uh, and it'd be interesting, you know, you've got Julian Edelman looking frustrated. There's really no running game. Sony Michelle, the Rex Burkhead. I mean, it's like looking at an old high school yearbook and saying, God, you guys still go to school there? Yeah, um, was, yeah. Burkhead was not good. No one was good on during the last week. They so couldn't I'm... do anything. But I, I, I'm with you on this one. I think being at home... You know, Shanahan's going to rebound, but Bill Belichick's going to rebound. They're going to look at all the tape all week and go, this is what we need to do. And I've got them winning this one 28-24. It should be an exciting game. I don't know if I'll be watching this one. That could be fun. But in red zone, I'll put that that on red zone. Yeah, the Seattle game will be interesting. But uh, I like the the next one will be interesting too. Kansas City Chiefs are visiting the Denver Broncos. Chiefs are 9.5 point favorites with a 46.5 point over-under. This one used to be a 48 point over-under, but now it's dropped down to 46 Interesting in that one. But uh, seems low for a Chiefs game. It seems yeah. low for a Chiefs game that they're not in the 50s. Just shows you what they must think of Denver's Well, the offense. Denver defense as well. And which has been playing much better. Yeah. Uh, they did play well last week. That's the one thing you got to give them credit. Um, but again, Chiefs, I don't think they're going to be, obviously they're not going to be able to run it the way they did. Um, let's see what Le'Veon Bell does. I don't. I can't imagine he's going to be some game changer that's going to come in. Uh, because Le'Veon Bell just hasn't been in the system and we don't know if he's washed. He yeah. could be done. So that would be kind of interesting. I think the Chiefs are just too good of a team. Uh, they could have beaten Buffalo if they had needed to pass anyway. So um, I just don't see Denver having enough. Drew Locke being able to keep up with Patrick Holmes is just not with those weapons. Yeah. So Chiefs are going to take this easily. 34-24. Uh, to 24. Yeah. I, you know, I don't have the nine-point spread in this one only because I think once the Chiefs get a lead, they're probably going to take it off a bit. Denver, you know, their defense has played well, but, you know, they've been throwing stuff at it. Jerry, Judy, you know, the whole gamut that they have in Denver, I can't see them really losing by that much. I've got them losing by seven, but not by nine and a half. Uh, so I have Kansas City winning this one, 28, Denver, 21. Uh, this game will probably be on red zone most of the night. Jacksonville Jaguars uh, versus the Chargers. Chargers... A booming eight points favorite over the Jaguars. Uh, it is in Los Angeles. The but home, the, but the at least home. Herbert's fun to watch. Herbert least, is fun to watch. That's what I mean. Like, as bad as this game probably will be, at least Herbert's been really enjoyable to watch yeah. this year. But so he's, yeah. I, I expect him to kind of get a week off and yeah. a little bit of practice. Again, I'm going to always go with the team who had a week off, especially if you have two weeks to prepare for Jacksonville and Minshew Mania. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely going to go with the Chargers to win this. I think... Um, unfortunately, they're still injured with Eckler. Hopefully, Keenan Allen plays, but they're just a better team. And I'm going to go, and I really want to see Herbert play well and yeah. keep this up because it's good. More good quarterbacks, the better. So um, I'm going to go Chargers to win this uh, 28 to 17. Yeah, you're right. The week off is going to make a big difference here. And Char- Herbert is fun to watch. He's moving the ball around, um, he's exciting. He, he can really make connections and plays on this one. They are going to look ahead of this one to a big win. Jacksonville and Minshew Mania will get stuffed in this one. And it's difficult because Jackson, obviously, Jacksonville played in Florida last week. Now you got to cross the country to go to L.A. to play over there. There's wildfires, there's homelessness, uh, and there's no fans. Uh, so I have this one. Uh, Chargers 35, Jacksonville 21. 
Uh, moving to our late game Sunday, and you say, wait, Ryan, how late is this game? Well, it's only on at 12.20, which yeah, is great. Yeah, a bunch of babies. Exactly. It's going to be a good game, too. I plan on staying up to probably watch at least half of this, um, depending on how much coffee I drink. But uh, Or, yeah, how much? <laughs> so this one, it's got Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, are favored by 3.5 points. Over the Raiders, 52.5 is the over-under. Raiders got to be flying high after beating the Chiefs. The Buccaneers flying high. After beating uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, well, the Raiders, again, they had a lot of time to prepare. That home, there's going to be no fans, probably. Which is a real shame for that stadium it to is. just feel empty all the time. Because it's so nice, the Death Star. Which is a terrible yeah. name, because the Death Star exploded. It, it did. End. It did not very invictory. It should have gotten the Black Hole. Yeah. I would have called it. Black Holes compress everything, especially space, space and time. Crush it into yeah. nothing. Um, again, this could, be, this could be a real fun game, actually. Um, I think... Raiders having again that extra week that has to count for something. It does. I think especially what again three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half is not a big. I think that's why Vegas understands that. This is one of those games where the Raiders, where you believe in them, like kind of mm-hmm. last year where they beat the Bears in London. You're like, is this Raiders team for real? Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, they're not. Yeah, it's not. So that could be again. They beat the Chiefs. Do you have a letdown? Um, I think the Bucks are going to win. I think Brady is just going to be able to keep moving the ball. And has and then Ronald Jones has been playing really well. Yeah. So these kept Fournette kind of made, made him really nothing in this game. So I'm going to go with Brady just because I feel he's on a bit of a roll right now, so he's going to keep it going. The Raiders, to me, are good, but they're just too up and down. I don't know. They don't have an identity yet. And that Tampa Bay defense looks so good doing that to Rodgers. I yeah. can't imagine Derek Carr is just going to be able to carve him up. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, to win this, uh, 24 to 20, just covering. Just covering it. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you, we talked about the Raiders having the week off, which is going to be good preparation, but you still have to have the people that you can throw to, and he's got too many injuries. Darren Waller, I think, is going to have a great game because Tampa Bay struggles against tight ends. And conversely, I think Gronkowski now is starting to find his rhythm. He made some good catches. He's putting on some good blocks. He's so slow, though. He is slow, it's but like, you know what? His hands are great, and, and you find him open, and you've got enough tight ends to, to, to spread the ball around. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be, but I've got this one, Tampa Bay winning this one, 31, Las Vegas 26. Moving on to our final game. It is the Monday night game, and guess what? It's only starting at midnight on Monday night, uh, technically Tuesday morning. Uh, the LA Rams hosting the Chicago Bears. This line was originally five. This one is now six in favor of the Rams. That just seems with a, a bit 45, of a slap in the face. It does totally slap like in the face. A, a five and one team. Every week we've been disrespected underdogs. And did we be a six point underdog to yeah, the Rams, the a, team, team. A, a team who is four and two? Um, but uh, Chicago five. Well, I kind of like that. I think that Rams. I think that Bears D is going to be good enough to keep this close. Um, I don't know. I think the Rams coming off a big loss. I'm going to go with the Rams to win, but I think the Bears are going to cover. I'm going to say 23-20 because that Bears defense is really going to give them a lot of problems. But the Rams just have a lot of weapons, and I think Sean McVay coming off a loss that they last week, they can't afford in that division to keep dropping games in the tough NFC. You can't do that. And the Bears have had a big, nice run of games. Yeah. No one thought the Bears were going to be 5-1 going into this, I don't think. So 5-2 and two doesn't seem like it. Still, you would take it. So I'm going to go with the Rams 23-20 um, to win this game. Well, I think everyone's disrespecting the Bears. And, I'm you know, not disrespecting them. I just think every now and then you've had a lot of I'm big not, wins and you're going to have a letdown game. And if you're ever going to have a letdown game, it yeah, be It could be on the West Coast, but we've had time to prepare for this one. Obviously, uh, you know, from playing Carolina, we get an extra day on this one. Look, the Rams got beaten uh, by the 49ers by getting the ball run up their gut. You know, and just run the ball. 
Cordero Patterson, which they've been using uh, stupidly. Uh, Nagy's been using him. I think they could use him. Use him as a slot option in this one. Use Montgomery. Hit them really hard. Keep running this ball at them. Keep them going. Keep them on their toes. You want to keep Aaron Donald off of you. I think the Bears can win this one. I think the Bears are going to win this one 24-20. Bear down. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week um, in terms of what we've got going on, folks. Uh, just a reminder, check out our website. Check out our social media, NFL in London, if you want to write some stories. We've had a lot of guest people have been writing some stuff, um, and it's been nice. Don't forget, we also have a fantasy pool uh, if you want to join our DraftKings fantasy. It's NFL in London League. You can find all the posts on the website, and it'll also be listed in the podcast listing for this as well. Um, that's it for this week, folks. Stay safe. Stay sane in this one. We know it's still crazy. Uh, and don't forget, the clocks turn back this weekend, so the games start at 5 o'clock. Make sure you get your bets in. Make sure you take care of all your bets for this weekend, folks. Stay safe. Enjoy Week 7 in the NFL.